is a magical operation of maximum importance. The initiation of a new Aeon. When it becomes necessary to utter a word, the whole planet must be bathed in blood. Ah yes, welcome to Dead House Whispers. <laughs> Hello everyone, greetings, and welcome to Deadhouse Whispers. Hope everyone uh, is doing good this week. Apologies for missing last week. Uh, Faceless Mike and me had some stuff to take care of, but we're Plague. back. Uh, uh, Plague. Plague. <laughs> we're back, and uh, with Deadhouse Whispers, we talk about Deadhouse Sonata and everything surrounding it. You know, gameplay, uh, cosmetics, music, uh, movies, books media wild speculation wild speculations <laughs> um and for those of you who don't know about dead house sonata dead house sonata is a spiritual successor to legacy of kane it is a narrative driven action rpg in which you play the undead fighting the living dead house sonata development is leading on pc and will support all major platforms pretty sure and i hope you guys would know about it by now <laughs> what i find hilarious is hello wyvertamer hello bishop my favorite one is uh i was talking to some of the guys in the discord earlier and they were showing like indie games and stuff like that i was like technically dead house would be a playstation indie game <laughs> yes technically 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 but uh yeah just to go over some stuff so anyone else that hasn't checked us out if you're listening to this later watching us on youtube hello if you're listening on spotify greetings and you can check everything out on deadhousesonata.com you can follow calypso on the necro liberatus on twitter you can follow myself at the faceless mike on the twitter don't forget to follow Deadhouse on Twitter for at Deadhouse Game. And yeah, that's it. And the first bit we need to go over is, um, as I see Wyvern Tamer inside in the chat here remi reminds me, there's voiceover submissions for some fan-made stuff for Deadhouse Sonata for anyone that's interested who might have a decent microphone, who might want to dabble a little into... Uh, voicing over maybe some stuff from the necro liberitas or something what you need to do go check out there's a post on the forums about it and as long as you have the right equipment and you've some background or interest in anything with either streaming voiceover or anything like that uh you can join the deadhouse discord and you can message either myself or one of the other stream team members shiny or colden and we can get you sorted about that and you'll get to uh, work with the amazing george lido and yes. If he's listening, hello, George. Greetings. Hello, George. Hello. Yeah, George is a really great person. <clears throat> super nice, super fun to talk to. I've talked to him personally on my own time a bunch of times. Really nice guy. Yeah, give it a try. If you guys do have interest in voice acting or anything like that, um, you just got to, you know, like a, like a Faceless Mike said, hit him up, hit up someone else, uh, one of the other mods. It's cold and or shiny or myself. Shiny, uh, faceless, and they will uh, get you sorted out with that. I think they'll send you like you know just some lines to read give it your best shot and then there you go you don't even need any like thing you know complicated or like a blue yeti microphone or something like i'm using or something if, this is confusing. yeah if you have a microphone that's adequate for streaming you should be able to do it yeah yeah 
And on with that as well, the other part is Calypso. We were going over some interesting stuff in the stream yesterday on the official Deadhouse stream, and I'm just going to pull it up here. Uh, we were talking about cosmetic items. Now, as a plug, again, shameless plug. <laughs> we're all about that here. Uh, you need to go and pick up a founder's pack. Yes, on the website on deadhousesonata.com because the old world founders packs are going away now we've mentioned this before but i got some information wrong so we need to take some of the stuff down because we want to make sure we have everything correct i don't want to be telling anyone the wrong information and then what you said no 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 here's how it is there's if you go to the store right now and i'm pulling it up on the site let's see i should be able to share my screen as well if the tech goes with me so we've got some awesome founders packs at the moment but keep in mind, these will be going away. There is yes. literally a timer on the screen. Now, let's see if I can share and this works. Are going away. Uh, they will be going away literally on the counter there in 51 yes. days. The older packs will be gone forever after July 31st. So you got 51 days, 7 hours, 27 minutes. 26 minutes, 59 seconds. The end is nigh, people, I'm telling you. So, like, for the Founders Packs, just to give an example, we've got a Risen Pack, which gives you access to the second age, forum badge, credit, and some extra platinum. Now, think about it. That's 30 bucks. That would normally be 300 platinum. You actually get 450, right? And then that goes the same up. As they go up, you're getting bonus platinum. For Havoc and Malice, you'll get access to the first age, and Havoc and Malice Badge, you will get limited edition Founder Skin for the Axes. For any Legacy of Kane fans, you'll know. And 750 Plat. Legacy Scholar gives you similar badge Discord role. And you get the Severed Head of Baron Eric, which we've seen not too long ago. The in-game model for which looks epic. Digital Soundtrack, Art Book, and 2000 Plat. Herald of the Dead brings with it the same Discord badges and all like that. These will also give you access to the first stage. Anything above Havoc and Malice will also be first stage access. Uh, you will get a Herald Armor skin for all classes, a Deadhouse Tarot deck, that a real Tarot deck, or 450 Platinum if you chose that you don't want the item. You will get the Necro Liberatus in-game item, there's a floating spell book and that's the scripture of the dead so that'll be that will be revealed in time and you get instead of 2500 you get 4000 plat and then for maliuses you will get a forum badge hatred armor skin a shield of lamentation prophet uh, with the undead prophet speaking truth to the dead hardcover art book you'll want yeah. that and 10000 plat Wyvern Tamer just pointed this out. Uh, thank you for that, Wyvern Tamer. Um, all packs include the packs below. In it, it's the same pack campaign. Yes. So you can essentially think of these packs as bundle packs. Yeah. Um, the base packs for just starting entry are the Risen and the Havoc and Malice. Anything above that includes the packs below it. So yeah, you see there, it says Risen, like includes Havoc Risen and Havoc and Malice. Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So if you're wondering why are these so pricey, it's because you're basically, it's all in one altogether. And it's all just combining the prices and, you know, you're saving a couple of bucks. Yeah. Combining it all together. Well, you're getting well more than your money's worth just in yeah, plat and everything, everything else is just bonus perks. Hey, Shiny. And what we got that. So the key to that is 
that means they are going away. Like I said, the counter is ticking. Now, the reason I mentioned that, hold on, so I just don't bugger all of this up, is what we were discussing on the stream yesterday is we were taking suggestions not so long ago uh, for the New World packs. If I can pull this up here. Which I still got to throw my hand in there for that. On the forum. Uh, well, here's the fun bit. So we were taking suggestions, and there was a lot of really cool suggestions, and we went through them last night, and we narrowed it down to four. So there's now a vote on the forums for four packs. And what happens is the winner who gets it, so out of these items, one will be selected. The person that came up with that idea will win that founder's pack from the new packs that are yet to be announced. And they'll get that pack for free. Poor Slime Monster. The bell is winning, is it? I need to pull this up here. Uh, well, the bell made it, huh? Yeah, the bell made it. So Actually, if I pull it up out. here, yeah, I'll be I'll be doxing my own submission now, but that's okay. Mm -hmm. I've, I'm quite happy to tell everyone what I got. Okay, so what made it at the minute was there was the cosmetic gravestone item which is basically a pet rock. <laughs> that's the pet joke. Rock, rock, that's it's, it's your own gravestone that you can carry yeah. around with you and you can like, put it in your player housing and all like that. So it's your grave. And that was from Elf One. There's the ringing and whispering bells. So, you know, whenever you go to, uh, if you if you like take out this item, it'll be a literal bell in the game and you'll get a, along yeah. with the, you know that beautiful little noise mm -hmm. and that was from Varric. Bishop who's here in the chat came up with the music box with customizable notes so you could pull out a little music box and be a creepy shit you know awesome. <laughs> that music box though there you go yeah didn't need the votes Bishop if you have not voted sir you need to get in that and get it sorted now so that's there and then the other one was a slime monster so it's a little my pet slime but what happens is it'll have an action where it can go and grab any items so you don't need to run up and pretty much just gather all the items in the area for you that's fantastic wow these are all really good oh i seen that shiny i just haven't updated it yet so there you go that's what is up on the forums now go vote uh wyvern tamer just put it into the chat there for me now thank you very much and yeah i don't know that i want to vote for my it doesn't matter just vote of course you're going to so, yeah, vote so for your own bell so far the bell is definitely <clears throat> winning so Varric, eric's winning that by a landslide but these are all really great whether whether i'm going to put this out there now so dennis and anybody the team um also listening these are all awesome. I think they should all be in the game, but just release them later on down the line. Oh, there was a, there was a few other yeah, suggestions. Like, like yeah, one of them was a cosmetic, uh, like your character portrait, but having a unique cosmetic one that'll be more gilded as you level up and stuff. That uh, sounds like something that's probably going to end up in the item store anyway. Yeah, I feel like so. That's like good. that's definitely a good idea. But again, the one that wins these will be going into the actual Founders Pack. Now, I don't want to give away anything about the new Founders Packs, but once the old Founders Packs goes away, you see all those cool cosmetic items? They're gone. Done. Yeah. Finito. Done forever. So, as I've said before, people are like, oh, I wish I got it. Now's your chance. I don't hear anyone whinging after they go away. Yep. 
But with the new founders packs, they'll be similar. You'll get access. There's ones for access for the first age and second age and all like that. And one of these items will be a cosmetic item in the new founders packs. I feel the fear of missing out will greatly increase as the time for these old packs uh, start to get closer to vanishing forever. And then the second packs are starting. So you still have plenty of time, guys, out there on Spotify and YouTube and everywhere else. You can still pick them up. Again, you don't need... You know, the biggest of the big, but I would recommend it naturally because you get all the cool stuff in one thing, right? You know, just save up a little bit. And there you go. Plus, like, you get physical stuff. You get a book and a tarot deck and stuff. That's yep, awesome. that's one thing. There that's won't awesome. be physical items for the new packs. Yeah. So if you want that, now is the time to get it. Now, that being said, there, there will still be physical items. They'll just be available on the Deadhouse store on the website. Yeah. But all those things, gone. Yeah, bye bye. Because like you, you want that tarot deck. Everyone's going to need that tarot deck. Yeah, tarot That's a thing. Super rad. Personally, I've been getting into tarot decks. I don't, I don't read them, but I like collecting them. Oh, they're just awesome they're just, things. That yeah, have. they're awesome. Like framing it. I want to frame. I just ordered one from um, Cultist Simulator. Shameless plug to Weather Factory. <laughs> Cultist Simulator, everybody. Um, but I just ordered their tarot deck, and they have a, a second version coming down the line for a bunch of other stuff they have. Um, all I need to do now is get a big piece of cardboard, lay them all out flat, and then I just want to frame it. That's literally all I want to do with tarot decks. Just, they're, they're literal artwork on cards, and I love that. Do you like, have a framer near you, someone who actually I does look, frame? I haven't even looked it up. I haven't looked it up. If you look it up, because there was one near me, and I wanted to get stuff framed before, and they will actually mount it for you. So if you wanted them spread out in a particular fashion, you go to a framer, it, it would be worth your while rather than buying some cheap-ass frame and sticking yeah, it in it. Yeah. I mean, it and it wouldn't be that much more expensive. Yeah. yeah. I'll definitely check it out. I'll Google it. That might be beyond me. I mean, I do live in Florida, so everywhere is possible. I can guarantee you there's one somewhere near you. I oh, yeah. promise you. The amount of people that go on holidays and stuff want all that kind of thing, dude, there has to be. I just bought all these posters from Disney and Universal. I got to hang my Mickey up, you know. <laughs> Don't they do that in the like in theme parks now? Where, like, you get yeah. your picture taken yeah, on the slide. Surely they have people that will frame that crap for you for an extra 20 bucks or something, right? But in a specific drawer, that means it's something to you. Yeah. That too. Mm -hmm. That that's that's a good way to, to put out a, a specific like tarot deck. I don't know how I would lay it out though. I haven't even thought about that. I just know that I want to get it framed and laid out and everything. But yeah, um, so definitely good check suggestion. out those, and those tarot decks and everything like that, guys. Like all of it is art in some way, shape, or form. So there you go. And we also have a little bit of breaking news, Calypso. Yes, that I just saw dropped it. today. I just saw and I just sent you an article, a link. I yeah. Think. Um, Do you I want to give it a little readout for anyone listening? Yeah, definitely. Uh, I'll pull up one that I sent you anyway. Um, <clears throat> all right. So Apocalypse Studios selects Taffy's character creator SDK for metagaming. Um, and I'm dropping this in the Twitch. So Apocalypse Studios, guys who make Dead Out Sonata, the thing we're podcasting about, um, just released today that they are going to be using Taffy's character creator to import all their assets and use all that stuff for their building of their characters and their models and everything like that. It's going to be super friggin' awesome. Like if you guys don't know about Taffy, it's a widely used tool now throughout the industry. Um, uh, and if you guys mess around with Unreal 4 or whatever, um, the, uh, the side note, if you guys mess with Unreal 4 or any gaming engine and you want to import your characters to model and everything, 
and you guys use like Mixit or something, Taffy Character Creator is one of those things that people import um, to Mixit to put their characters into Unreal 4. A little bit of trivia there for you. Super, super cool thing. Um, yes, Taffy Avatar, unique avatars and 3D content. Um, highly recommend definitely checking it out. I think Overwatch used it for their stuff. Thank you, Wyvern Tamer. Yeah, um, thank you, Wyvern, for posting thank that. Thank you, Wyvern Tamer, for getting that, beating me to it. Um, yeah, so definitely check it out. But it's used widely throughout the gaming industry now. So um, really rad, really, really rad because it's a really great character creator and like the fidelity of the, the fidelity of how things look is ridiculous. I mean, we are in like the 21st century in 2021 now. So I don't ex like, I wouldn't be surprised about pretty visuals, but it's always great to have pretty visuals. You know, it's used for VR chat also. That's the other thing I was trying to think of VR chat. It, it's used for quite a bit. You can yeah. even look on their website. If you go to www.maketaffy.com, that's M A K E T A F I. Dot com, uh, you can actually get a look at what way this is going. Yeah, it's all it's it's insane. It's beautiful. I think there's even from from what I'm looking here, I'm on their site now. They even have a little um, <clears throat> AR emoji content, like your your bit emojis and stuff from Apple and and Snapchat and stuff. That's part of it too. That's uh, used for that. They've got some really cool stuff there. Oh, yeah. And as Wyvern Tamer has reminded me, uh, Wyvern Tamer actually does the Herald of the Dead on the forums for Deadhouse Sonata. So if you ever get to miss any of the official streams, you'll actually get a nice synopsis of the whole bit of news on everything like that for anything we don't get to cover. Although we usually cover most things, but, you know, every now and again, we can forget something. So it's yeah. always good to check that out there. It'll be linked. Uh, Wyvern Tamer has linked it into the chat there now. And, yep, monthly. at the It's the end of every month, isn't it? It's a nice little summation. It's either the end of every month or it's at the start of the month. It'll be the rundown of everything that has happened, although you're able to catch all the news too. But it's worth the read. And yeah, the, uh, the Ataffy thing I'm really excited about because that means we're getting closer to a character creator. Yes, it does. I see now that we're now that we know Taffy's being used. It's it's just see, I'm still wondering about if we have a character creator now. I guess it's officially unofficially confirmed or something that that's going to be a thing, however light it is. Um, but like, I just wonder how deep it'll go. You know, like, <clears throat> I wouldn't expect. I'm not expecting like. Skyrim levels or, or uh, modding community levels of like deep character creation until later on down the line, of course. Um, hmm. It's still interesting to see, especially cosmetic wise, like uh, with how all of that's going to go down the line, you know, with this character creator and cosmetics and everything like that. Just well, there'll be a lot more of those discussions down the line, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> now, the actual topic why we summoned you all here today. How are we going to do the cosmetic items? What do y'all want to see? What have you seen in other games that you really don't want to see? Yeah. What just outright sucked? How do we avoid the horse armor? <laughs> <laughs> you knew I was going to go there. I knew you were going to go there. See, the question is not how to avoid the horse armor, but how to bring in the horse armor <laughs> in a good, cool way. Um, I, all I know is when we do get horse armor, eventually, you know, <laughs> um, it's gotta be just a pale white horse. That's a skeleton, like a skeleton horse. It's already you know, dead. Why does it need armor? It's yeah. a skeleton horse. Um, 
that's debatable that's debatable there but yeah <laughs> very very um personally on my thing what i want okay i'll give you my don'ts first because it's not that extensive of a list as my do's are for cosmetics um don't put his harsh armor a single massively up but no, that's the whole that's the whole joke, Live Entertainment. You got to put in horse armor as a single massively advertised DLC. <laughs> the one thing that really tips the scales on the DLC is the horse armor, buddy. <laughs> oh yeah. No, okay. So my don'ts for cosmetic items. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be very vague. <clears throat> fantasy and dark fantasy and art for it and creating it and everything. It's so vast and at the same time it falls under the incredibly cliched style because it's i feel subconsciously um artists or we as like creatives and stuff um subconsciously draw upon it without thinking about it until we actually see the finished product and they're like oh it just looks like sauron or something you know what i mean so my don'ts for cosmetics are you know avoid anything that you know, oh, it looks like Skyrim. It looks like Bloodborne. It looks like Dark Souls. Um, someone in the comments, I don't remember who, during the vampire reveal stream was like, oh, it looks like something out of Dark Souls. Like the armor um, that uh, Zorin wears looks very like something out of Dark Souls. Or like, you know, um, like like you just murdered Sauron and, and like folded his armor into an armor set. So it's very... Uh, difficult to hit that point of cliched look while still being unique so again my don'ts are going to be are very vague with them try to stay away cosmetically from the generic fantasy armor look but then it's like what is the generic fantasy armor look because that's a very broad spectrum of looks and visual style i believe well, part of that, I think, will fall under the game aesthetic. So yeah. we compare it a lot. Uh, it's kind of funny now to those that know. But like it, Deadhouse gets compared a lot in idea-wise to Warframe because yeah. it's an ARPG, it's online, it can be played single-player, it can be played multiplayer. So with that in mind, when you see something make its way into Warframe, no matter how weird or absurd it is, it fits the world it's in, both in its concept and in its visual styling. I think with Dead House, as long as those two criteria are met also, I think you can get away with the law. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I agree on that. Um, and I guess, I guess it's not, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm obviously not an art leader or whatever on this project. Um, but I, it's going to be a, a thing with you know Dennis and I guess um, and Verpaint and the other and the other artists behind the project to you know whittle it down to oh this works oh this doesn't work but then when you get down to uh, to like building a cosmetic marketplace it's going to be like thousands and thousands of pieces to sort through like this 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 that you really got to just hammer it down to that one that one that one that one at like just a quick five second glance you know what I mean. So I have a I have a fear that things will slip through the cracks of it being like oh it's just Sauron for a dead house oh it's just <laughs> you know um, generic generic wizard for a dead house like I've I've a feeling you that won't need to be a worry 
I mean, it's, but, it's there in my for, it's there in the forefront. But what items would you like to see? Like, what would you like to see or not like to see? Because I know one of the big things was, that was mentioned before at the very start. <clears throat> if this is in the Deadhouse Discord, where people are like, oh, are they going to charge for character slots? And I don't think that's going to happen. No, if that does happen, then it will be at a point hypothetically, anyway. If that ever does happen within the life of Deadhouse Sonata, from the start to the very finish, um, it will be because of some just weird money issues that pop up or something. You know, I thought because Dennis is going with the they want to they're doing an ethical monetization yeah, yeah. Dennis, and Dennis considers that pay to win. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think he'd rather die than you know put in character slots. I never think bunny is an issue on the cosmetic side and all like that. So you take a look at Warframe. Look at what sells the most oh, yeah, in Warframe. No, that's, it's that's the color palettes and the armors. Mm -hmm, yeah. That's sort of thing. Fashion house is the true end game. Yeah. <laughs> that's always the way it goes. I've told this story before, but I haven't played much of Warframe, right? I played maybe like 20 minutes. First thing I did, though, when I installed Warframe and booted it up was I went there. I bought um, the like color pack for like red and gold and black just so I could have Kane-ish looking iron armor for my Warframe. That's all I did. Spent like 10 bucks <laughs> or whatever on, you know, colors. And like, I mean, that's totally how you're going to make money, especially with this kind of stuff having been cosmetic. And I think, um, I guess, personally, what I'd like to see, this is a cop-out answer, obviously, but uh, as I know they can't, but give me as close as you possibly can to a, Soul Reaver looking sword within the cosmetic thing. I don't even care if it. If it I'm fairly certain that might effect. skate awfully close to copyright, yeah, though. Like there'd be, like, there'd be like it doesn't even have that's to be questionable. It, does, it doesn't even have to be a curvy sword or um, whatever that style blade is called. Just give me a straight sword with a, like a skull of a vampire on it, and I'm good, man. You know, close, <laughs> but no cigar would be good for me. Um, and then, like, I would obviously love a lot of visual homages to uh, Blood Omen and, like, even Too Human. I thought the armor in Too Human was amazing. I think that's one of the best parts about Too Human is its visual styling and the art direction they went for it. So I wouldn't mind. A that. crazy penny just dropped with you saying that. And I never thought of this at all until right now. So, this is the spiritual successor to Blood Omen Legacy of Cain. Yeah. Further down the line, Dennis has mentioned there's going to be a house of giants implying Jotun. So this will mm -hmm. be the North version. Will there be two human homages with that? I wonder. Oh, definitely. No doubt. The uh the trailer for Memento Mori, the very end where the giant steps out and like is attacking was a two human homage, even though that game never got released. It was actually a an image uh visual image like homage to the poster for one of the concept arts for the sequel to human they had um but it never got released so it was really vague you know i think only dennis really knew half the answers for that <laughs> um but no i totally think because they own the rights to two human um dennis and 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 uh and apocalypse own the rights to two human we can still see a two human sequel somewhere down the line way way in the future maybe um i totally believe that the giants and stuff from Dead House will sort of seep into the two human universe, but that's just my own theory. Because I mean, why not? If you own the rights, why not slip it in whenever you can? You know what I mean? To like build up a potential hype for a two human sequel or a 
this is what the two human universe is only it's in the past but it's a multiverse and all this kind of stuff would be super cool super cool um so yeah more two human armor like two human ish armor <laughs> for the cosmetics like something like that'd be really cool what um, i think will make a lot as well i don't know if it'll like everyone would love to do this but i see it's really popular in eso is like the furniture for your house for like whatever your player housing is because like i'm assuming we'll be able to customize the crap out of that in regards to theming it towards each of your characters so like if you play a white let's say if you play a lich or if you play a vampire you'll be able to have your crypt or your lab or whatever and like getting the cosmetic items have to make it feel more like yours as opposed to just this empty space yeah because i've been in other i've been like gaming with people in eso and it's like oh yeah come on let's look at my house and i'm like okay you want to show off your stuff you go in and they have done some serious work on like doing the places out and i'm like you must yeah. have spent a lot of cash in the store for this like holy cow i think Wyvern tamer customizing our crypts will eat up a lot of my plat you and me both. <laughs> yeah, no, I love doing that um, for the vampire. Mike, game. have you not finished that mission yet? Hold on, I'm still I'm still moving around my crypt. Yeah, I, I need the coffin in just the right place. The right, yeah, I gotta pick the right couch. <clears throat> uh, oh man, I had something for this. Uh, Outward. Have you played Outward? No. Okay, so my friend, a friend of mine, plays Outward, and it's very much like that. It's a survival game. You know, where you can like bake bread to make toast. And then if you combine like bread and jelly or whatever, you get like something cool or whatever. But you can also customize um, a little house and like build houses and stuff and survival game, typical things, right? Um, half of the stories he tells me are if he's not like dicking around with a friend and they're wandering and surviving, it's him customizing his little log cabin that him and his friend are building. And I think they've spent over like 30 hours so far. 20 hours of that was building a house and like you know just customizing furniture and like the fireplace goes here no it goes over here like um don't underestimate it dude varick has yeah, spent no. a long time making a castle an old irish castle called trim keep in valheim and he has done some work like i mean serious work yeah like it's I wouldn't mind if I wouldn't mind if that um, for those of out of the loop, uh, yes, Dead House will have like customizable um, crypts. Think of it like like in Warframe to compare it with that uh, your ship that you get in Warframe that you can customize and pimp out. Think of it like that for Dead House, only um you know with different classes, vampires, bitches, yada yada yada. Um, I wouldn't mind that to even be its own little separate thing. So you have Dead House main, and then on the side or like in a menu bar, you could just go to your little crypt and just pimp it out that way it's like unlimited to customize it the customizability is unlimited rather than being like to a certain level or something i think that'd be great too or if if uh they spent some time making that its own unique separate thing that would be really cool as well um you know minecraft but dead house with customizing a house or something you know no survival elements. Oh, I can I can see that happening. I can see you having, like, just for a mon monetary purpose, I could see you having the ability to customize your house, your player housing. We're just calling it that for lack of a better term. But, like, whatever you have, having, like, a huge amount of control on how it looks. Because, like, surely it, it's a free-to-play game, so you're going to be able to customize everything possible. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully. 
Sorry about that. <laughs> Don't worry. It happens all the time. It'll always happen right when you're in the middle of doing something important. Right, exactly. Because um, no, one, no, no one ever calls when you're sitting. If you're sitting anywhere like that and you're doing nothing, you're just kind of messing around on YouTube four hours, no one. The no minute one. you boot up a game and you're like, okay, I'm going to tackle that boss today, you will be two bits into that and it'll happen. Phone rings. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I think... So I would love that. I would love like sort of just unlimited custom ability for the player housing. Um, give me a give me as close as a Soul Reaver sword that you can, and some a bunch of Blood Omen and two human homages. And I think the other main thing, customizability wise, that I would just love to see is, I know this this may or may not happen now or however long it takes, but uh, as difficult as it may be may or may not with the, now that we have the taffy thing um incorporated is i would like to see skyrim level of details for just character creation um alone like let me make my nose this long let me make my jaw <laughs> all the way down to here whatever oh you want to do the obscure obscene yes. looking characters yeah stuff like that <clears throat> like make, make, let me be able to make a dolly painting only it's my character you know and but then again i mean but or I wouldn't even mind buying cosmetic character skins that look just really really bizarre and out there. And I wouldn't even mind um, character like community driven. Uh, uh, a bunch of artists get together and draw a character, and then it becomes a character skin like challenges or contests and stuff like that. I think that'd be really cool. Community wise, is having you know build a character and then we'll put it in game. You know, as a skin for a vampire or a lich. Yeah, let me I'd like to see modded Skyrim level customization. Let me sculpt the head model. Who knows? That's yeah. anything is possible still at this point. <clears throat> what about you? What about you, Mike? What would you what are your like top do's and don'ts for cosmetics or customization? Key parts is uh it can't be pay to win. Like oh, yeah. And I don't mean that in the whole, ooh, I can buy a power boost to level up. No, I mean certain things like um, inventory, uh, being able to skip certain content, uh, be, just having access to things. Like, I don't mind people paying to get access for stuff. For example, bring it back to Elder Scrolls Online. They bring out expansions. You have to buy the little expansion for the new levels. I understand that. But the fact of... If you pay more money, you can buy the content, but then skip it, like power level up. Things like that I never liked. I never liked in World of Warcraft where when a new expansion comes out, you can buy a level thing to instantly max level your character. Never liked that idea. I mean, I, that's that. a big, that, yep, that's a big no-no to me. I think your playing in the game should come from your playing in the game. Because if you team up with people for a dungeon, let's say, I want to know that you can play this dungeon because you're the right level, that you didn't just buy your way to that level and have no bloody idea what you're doing at all. They were my biggest nightmares. In regards to what I want to see, I'm all about the clothes, man. 
I'm all about like really weird and kick-ass looking costumes that I can throw on. I don't even want to think about the money that I've spent in games like ESO and Warframe. Like in ESO, I have the Halloween stuff where there's like a Plague Doctor outfit. I done all the Dark Brotherhood quests to get the creepy skeletal outfits and stuff like that. I'm all about that because especially for like different times of the year, you've not got the chance, but anyone, Wyvern Tamer and Bishop here know if you play Monster Hunter with me, I always have my character costume i prefer to have like some kind of weird layered armor over because i don't know how dead house will go we all have our hopes nine times out of ten until you've that end game raid gear so to speak you're in clown armor so you yeah. look silly so having something really cool that identifies your character and being able to customize that so let's say you get the plague docker outfit let's say let me be able to have like nine or ten different choices for the style of mask and then let me be able to change the color so that, like, if we're in a social hub area, you know when my character walks in because it will look visually different from others. Have enough variation in options that when you put things together, it is unique to that person. Yeah. You know, it won't be 100% unique because of the nature of the beast being like, if you had a million people playing the game invariably someone's going to have the same options as you, especially if you look pretty badass, like you're going to get other people copping you. That's cool. But just have it unique enough so that if we were all playing Deadhouse at the beginning and my character walked in, even without like character tabs or nameplates or anything like that on, you're like, oh, there's Mike. You know, that is important to me. That reminds me of something that just got revealed like two days ago. Did you see that the new battlefield is going to be like 2142 or something like that? Yeah, 2042 or something like that. Yeah. So they're releasing a battlefield 2042 and there's going to be, you know, 200, like something ridiculous, like 216 people siege mode online deathmatch crap, right? Um, one main question that everyone was, was bugging the developers about was cosmetic items. And they were like, are you scared that 214 people are going to look like the same generic um soldier or whatever and then they're like this is the same picture side by side same same operator different cosmetics and they could not have looked any more different because the cosmetic variability is so vast the only thing i noticed that was the exact same were the gloves and those were just black leather gloves one of them looked like you know generic medic doctor or whatever that you'd see in like csgo or something the other one looked like a badass like samurai warrior you know, soldier or whatever. It was awesome. Like the cosmetic variability in just that screenshot or something was amazing. So I think you have the right idea there with like, let me look like a plague doctor, but give me like 30 different variations of mask. Even if, if you don't mind paying for them. Yeah. yeah. Even, even if, if it's, it's like a plat each or something, you know? Yeah. Something like that. Like, you know, um, because sadly, I'd, I'd buy all 30. I'd buy all yeah. 30 for the 30 plan and just go, okay, right. I'm changing this today. Mm -hmm. As Wyvern Tabor said, and so that if you see someone with the same outfit, that'll be memorable instead of, oh, damn it, I'm on original. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Like, plus, Plague Doctors are awesome. Those are great I like the idea of, like, let's say you've got a nice little selection of characters. Let's say you've got, like, a Lich, you've got a Ghoul, you've got a Vampire, and you've got a Banshee. Now, they're all wearing cosmetics. The cosmetics will be uniquely different to each character. But if you can, like, change the color and dyes for the things, you can still theme together so you all look different, but you're all rocking that, as you said, with yeah. the Legacy of Cain, the red, the black, and the gold. You know, so it's like, yeah, we're a team, you know, we're, we're a gang, we're a, we're a clan that sticks together, you know. So visually matching 
distinctly different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's, that's uh, something I, I find yeah. important. Those are good. Uh, that's good, like keywords or theming, I think. My problem with ESO when it first started, and I'm never going to not forget this, is uh, when, you know, oh, I'm a hero who's supposed to save the world, but there's 10 other people who look just like me wearing the exact same armor, just a different color. I'm the chosen I'm one, the chosen just like ones. everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> All rocking pastel blue, pink, and white. Yeah, that too. Yeah? That too. <clears throat> if you get it with the tabard, for example, let's take a human-shaped character like a vampire mm-hmm. or uh, a revenant. They will have some type of tunic. You can oh, yeah, do that, yeah. and it would still in keep with everything, you know. Yeah. So I like that level of customization options. And look, I'm just going to bring it up again. We're gonna we're gonna bring up some character stuff here from yeah. Art Station, right? Yeah, definitely. Uh, looking at these characters, so let's just pull up a legionnaire here, and we'll so get the, this. the cape. You mean with the cape for the legionnaire? Yeah, so if we have this here, like you'll be able to customize that. Now he's got armor, but there will be ones with tunic type stuff. Yeah. You will be able to customize that, have your own logo. I know in Warframe and I know Grand Theft Auto done it. I think a few of the other ones do. You'll be able to pay and submit your own like logo, let's say. Yes. And then yes. that can be put on things in the game. I'd love to see something like that happen. That'd be really cool, wouldn't it? Yeah. Although you'd you'd need to have someone moderate something mm-hmm. like that oh, yeah. to check that you know it's not mm-hmm. anything that's gonna break any terms of service or anything yeah, that shouldn't be like offensive or whatever you know um, something a really it's it was so it was too, super ahead of its time but it never caught on and I wish it did because it would make technology and gaming or whatever and especially customization like super unique the old um, Tony Hawk Pro Skater Underground games allowed you to like scan in your face and put it oh, on the character cool. that you were playing as. You know, like really terrible graphics or whatever. You could scan your face and then you could officially be the character you're playing as. And they also did it with clothing and color. You could scan your logo and put it on your board. You could scan in your own custom um, like drawings for your decks, for your skateboards and use it on your boards. Like they had this whole system of just taking pictures, uploading them and then using them as your textures and game super awesome super ahead of its time never cut on um to kind of died with that game but um i would love to see stuff like that like i just paid a bunch of artists to 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 redo my logo and everything for youtube um i would love to see if i could scan that into game and use that as my banner for my capes that'd be cool or something you know. I'm just putting Zorin up just because I can. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, okay, speaking of Zorin's <clears throat> cosmetics and this armor, um, I've never played Dark Souls, so I don't get where it, how it looks like Dark Souls. They I say in that just like because dark, dark armor, dark pointy armor equals yeah. Dark Souls. There are people that never had any knowledge or never bothered looking into any type of dark fantasy. You know, like when you're, a lot of people get confused and don't realize dark fantasy isn't just, oh, it's slightly darker. No, it's its own like subgenre. Yeah. Where you've got that type of aesthetic and all like that. So there's like, oh, it's like Dark Souls, you know? It's yeah. like, no, it's, um, I think it's <clears> funny. <throat> that I, I find it hilarious that grim dark and dark fantasy like genres have, visually um gone for you know this kind of look right like you know it's dark it's gothic it's pointy it's it's you know gruesome looking right but um i don't know if you've ever read any of the old novels 
old like dark fantasy and sword and sorcery like conan stuff from like back in the day but all the cover art for all these old dark fantasy novels like elric and conan and everything was incredibly colorful and yeah um, elric (laughs) rather than like you know occasionally just wearing all black he was also known for wearing really bright colors like yellow and green and pink even red stuff like that um as a character throughout the books like i think in the third book when he's when he's raiding um, a village he's wearing a yellow tunic and a green cape or whatever it's like nice yeah i was gonna say the only one that i've read in past years was actually elric of Maldabane. yeah like he wore really bright colors sometimes and like you know black and stuff too but i just think it's funny how like generally dark fantasy has gone to this you know dark art rather than than um falling back onto the old art from like the sixties where it was really bright and colorful and hippie and flower child. And I don't know. It's just a, I think that's where this such yeah, contrast yeah. came in. These styles is it started the grim dark got grim and dark in the nineties, I think. Yeah. In the yeah. late eighties, early nineties, when we started getting into that neon future, that blade mm-hmm. runner type stuff. So yeah. fantasy kind of had its own mimic to that style like maybe it happened beforehand i'm not too sure but from visualization like movies yeah uh getting plays lesser extent tv shows until more recently Mm -hmm. but it's definitely with that aesthetic but that's where they just they auto go to whatever's familiar it's like wyvern tamer is there yeah of course it's dark so they're on the dark fantasy look yeah it's because that's all they see and that's all they think of onto that front yeah, I mean, Dark Souls. You can thank Dark Peter Jackson. For- <laughs> thank Peter Jackson for that. Yeah, thank you, Peter Jackson. Like, that is one thing I don't... I mean, I love Lord of the Rings movies. I started watching Fellowship of the Ring again yesterday for like the billionth time. Um, but like, I love Peter Jackson, but I despise Peter Jackson for creating the sort of base template for all fantasy things, visually anyway, for the last like 20 years now. I just love the fact that people are like, oh, he done such majestic work on that. It's like... Have you seen his other stuff? Yeah. <laughs> Some of his older movies are great. Yeah. <laughs> People don't talk about the Frighteners as much as they should. Evil Dead, Brain yeah. Dead, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Some of the really koopy, goopy horror. Oh, yeah. Schlocky. And Evil, it is I can phenomenal. never really make it through Evil Dead. Evil Dead scares the bejesus out of me. The first Really? Two and two and Army of Darkness are fine. I have no idea why, but the first Evil Dead really gets me, man. I have think you seen the remake? More, I saw the remake. The remake was great, but I had to close my eyes halfway, like throughout most of that movie, dude. It's it's dark. It's, Calypso, it's you brutal, man. me. I know I'm not a horror guy. I talked about this before. <laughs> I love it, but I'm I'm one of those people who loves horror, but I can't stand the sight of it or whatever. Like I read horror books just fine. And I'm able to process that easily. Um, but like watching it, man, it's a different Okay, a different Quest, thing. question. Did you watch Mama? I haven't watched Mama. I heard that's okay. it's really crazy, like psychologically messaged you up, right? Well, it's one of those ones, it's, it's Del Toro. It's, people confuse it. I remember going to see it in the cinema. I really enjoyed it. And a lot of people I was with were like, that sucked. That was a terrible horror movie. I'm like, that's not yeah. a horror movie. It's a dark yeah. fantasy. It's like Pan's Labyrinth. They're like, this isn't horror. It's not meant to be. It's dark fantasy. Mm-hmm. It's like Labyrinth and stuff, you know? Yeah. It's like they completely confuse the genres when they see certain things. Like they see, oh, it's a ghost. It must be a horror movie. No. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, Frighteners is not our movie. <laughs> no, Frighteners is a comedy, and I love that movie. Exactly. Um, speaking of David Bowie, give me a David Bowie uh, cosmetic skin for Zorn over here. <laughs> Do it. Give me. You um, see, you, you laugh. I could Double see King. a Jarrett no, type. I could character. see it too, man. Yeah, right. I'm not crazy, right? Like I could totally see it. Um, I tend to not watch any horror movies unless it's a social activity. Well, you can hide yeah, behind right. the couch with Calypso. Yeah, exactly. Do this. <laughs> like, um, no, I. Were you I, that I kid behind the pillow then? I was. I totally was. I totally was. Um, as a kid growing up or whatever, like my my mom walked in on me watching Frighteners by myself, and I was getting scared and everything, even though like it's not technically a horror film, but the visuals for that thing are still they're up there, man. They're they're up there, even though it's a funny movie. I, w- I was that kid who was watching Ghoulies and then getting caught by your parents and it's like, open the door into the room. You're like, what are you watching? Click, Care Bears. Mm-hmm. You're not a little old for Care Bears. No. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and then they walk in, click. Back. <laughs> yeah. Back like into I my finally, 80s yeah, schlock. Right. I finally watched Re- Reanimator a couple months ago. I'd never seen Reanimator. Um, and I've always wanted to. And like, that movie is funny as heck, but geez louise, the visuals on that thing are bonkers man like those oh, we have so such good. sights really? to show you yeah it's so so good i love there's one thing i do love about horror films it's that um visually they do a lot right um especially if you have great practical or special effects um it's really good and i the, think dead house can do that too dead like i mean visually i already think dead house is knocking out of the park um i know some may disagree but like if you can keep this level of detail with zorin and um, uh, God, what's his name again? The gas tech. I mean, if you can, keep, how <laughs> dare you forget the name of our king? Our king. <laughs> um, if you can keep this visual detail with with Zorin and stuff, then cosmetically, I can see it going above and beyond the like roofs of this is a, this is like a five dollar skin, but it's one of the most beautiful five dollar skins you've ever seen in your entire life. You know, like Calypso, he is not amused. Yeah. <laughs> No, he's not. He's angry with me. Um, I feel, like I said, I think it just it just goes back to defaulting on if they can visually knock, you know, these cosmetics out of the park, um, then I think it'll be okay. And I, I love your idea of, you know, 30 different options for, like, the same cosmetics so nobody, you know. Oh, my God. I just realized something. Hmm. I had a uh, weird, bizarre thought just there switching from... Zoran to Nagaztak. What? The I temples and social that? areas in Deadhouse must stink. You think? Because the all the dead. Say, but see, do they smell though? Do, do, when when you're in dead, do you rotting smell? flesh has to do stink? You, I don't think they have a sense of smell. Well, no, <laughs> like surely. Like that's I guess that's a question uh, for Dennis. Dennis, if you're listening to this or watching this later on. Do the undead, do the vampires smell? And is there a general... I think they smell differently to the way they do. Because it's like, if you've ever seen Nightbreed, or Pelican, oh, that's one you need to watch. Uh, Pelican, like like Boone, he's got the main character, Boone. Pelican's a monster. 
and he's holding Boone by the shoulders, like near the neck. And Boone's sweating, and he just kind of rubs his fingers across far down his cheek, and he goes, "I can smell innocence at fifty yards." And it's like I think they sense things differently, so like they wouldn't be worried about you know getting some axe body spray. You know what I'm saying? Like they'll smell differently. They'd smell the living from the dead, and yeah. things like that. Like that's how ghouls would pick it up. Man, a ghoul crypt must be an abominable stench. Oh, dude, it must. Um, Are the dead rotting, though? Does the necromantic magic prevent the rot? To a certain extent, because in the description of the lich, Alaric mentions it was a rotting corpse that was just floating through the air. So Mm, it was rotting. Now, it might pause the rot, but it is still rotten. You know? So if you're dead... Um, I imagine, like, see, okay, so if I die now, right now, at this very moment, and I get brought back to life, will I forever look like the, will I forever smell like the deodorant that I'm wearing? Or will I, you know, need to bathe and shower? You know what I mean? Does, does it, like, just capture my scent and just leave it there, floating in a scent cloud? <laughs> I, I don't know. It's It's an interesting topic, though. Yeah, and with liches, that's the other thing with liches. Like, is there, do they, I mean, I know it's a rotting corpse, but is that just because the wizard who became the lich um, just pick a rotting, disgusting corpse or instead of a body that would But like, what about yeah. the white is literally a, a physical abomination yeah. stuck together. So it depends on what their level of decomposition was by the time it's put back. You see, these are the questions we need to know. Do they pause in time? Nagaz Takir is clearly dead. Like, you're not mistaking that for a living person. Like, he's yeah. missing most of his nose. Like, yeah. he's, he's, he's all winced up. Like, you know, there's parts of his skin where you can clearly see damage. Like, that's something. lives on a diet of blood. That's got to stink. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, something, that's something that I'm thinking of right now. Is um, I forgot about the whites, that they're like Frankensteinian monster abominations of a bunch of corpses brought together. I would hmm. love to see cosmetics for the whites where it's there's some that are like literally freshly dead. So rather than being um, uh, like a couple of like uh, just a bunch of dead bodies, like literally it's like you and me combine almost the thing levels of hmm. abomination looking where it's just just like it looks like a, just a human person fused together, you know. And I would also like to see one that's like skinless, like has no skin on their body. It's just muscle and bone. I would love to see that for a white skin. Now, here's the question, Calypso. Seeing you have your thing for your Banshee girl, would the smell turn you off? Would you still be? I would would only love her from a distance. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe like 50 yards. I I see you over there, honey. You're doing great. Douser and... Estee Lauder or whatever perfume. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> see now, now, but see if you shower and you're undead, does that help too? Probably not, because that would only wash off perspiration. It depends on why you stink. Like yeah. if it is rotting flesh, you ain't washing that off. No, you're not. If it's because, like, I'm assuming the likes of Zor and the blood smell. Blood doesn't smell like blood. It smells like copper. Yeah. It's a metallic smell, so you would have that smell. You're going to get that smell anyway off the gas tank just from the armor. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm, That's a, you know, that's a, I guess, I guess. So, yeah, Dennis, uh, please answer this question. (laughs) 
do the dead we need to get dennis on to answer all these really important hard-hitting questions that the community needs to know do the dead stink yes then it would work if it's your body then it wouldn't yeah it's um no it's a weird one no the reason i think of that is not just being silly is in regard to if an army of the dead was moving the humans and other creatures would detect it even if they were being stealthy could you smell them coming though i don't see now the whole thing is, is like the empire of men falls and is clearly on like their last legs come dead house Mm-hmm. Right. So is it is it just because the numbers are so great they're just overwhelming the forces? Or yeah. is it because, you know, oh, we smell the dead coming, we better get ready to fight, and then they're just too great. Just then, too it's great. definitely a case of numbers because if you listen to the radio plays back, Alaric very clearly mentions the idea of like he goes past it really fast, but when you listen to it a few times, I've listened quite a lot. You hear the like it's a unique situation because every soldier that falls bolsters dead house's numbers by that yeah. very amount that's so true. 10 soldiers dead that's 10 moved over on the dead house's abacus you know and they if they're going for that level it's just sheer numbers at that point in time but then again from what i can gather dead house don't seem to have a need to go into direct open warfare with humans frequently Deadhouse always appear to have their own purpose. That's why, like, they sent a revenant to Fort Zystra. That was to do something. They weren't trying to capture a fort. That wasn't the purpose. There was one specific reason why that one revenant was sent there to do whatever he needed to do, whether that was kill the captain, destroy Alaric, or just empty the fort, because they had no intention of taking it. Dead have no like the dead have no need. What do they need? Supplies don't need it. What do they need? Shelter don't need it. What do they need? Another stone wall don't need it. You know, you like the dead for building. If you're talking about basic construction, they don't sleep because they're dead. They don't need to eat, not in the way humans do. Like they don't need to eat for like energy purposes. They're needing to eat for subsistence purposes. So if you had creatures like like cools, like literally coming in a line with bricks, just literally one brick at a time in a circle, you'd throw up walls, huge walls in hours, you know? They need you to just get the pests out of the house. Yeah. <clears throat> That's the real question. And that's why you don't know what way they go. That's why I was just curious to see how that works. Because if the dead do have their own odor, and it's kind of alluded to it in it, uh, when that wraith went after Alaric, would you have smelt it if it didn't come out of an alley all of a sudden and it was subtly creeping up? Would it be smelled? See, well, with with wraiths, I feel that's a different, like, way because they are, uh, like, physically in between both worlds. But it so, does physically exist at a certain point. Yeah, it does manifest it does. physically. If it has a physical form, would it not smell? Because, like, I know this sounds weird, but think about it this way. If you go out on Halloween, you can smell a bonfire from quite a distance. Yeah, yeah. That's where police dogs and they're out training whenever there's crime stuff and they're like, if you watch any of the troop crimes when they're hunting for a body, they know when they're close and have found it. 
like even before they actually find the body they know when they find because it gives ra a rather unique aroma shall we say you know mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's a so cosmetic wise yeah uh, deodorant and perfume please deodorant and perfume <laughs> yes, please. all the deodorant all the deodorant and perfume um and I just there's just so many things you can do with cosmetics. It's it's um I guess uh, unlimited unlimited possibilities here for that. But I mean I guess like Wyvern Tamer and Bishop and everyone else in this chat, what would you guys like to see? Like what are your yeah. if you had to pick like just one thing, cosmetic one cosmetic item, whether it's a pet uh, transport, let's say a horse or maybe some type of transport, quick travel thing, a uh, housing item. Maybe it's something really weird and obscure. Like I would not have thought of that bell. That's a really cool idea. No, that's really cool. Yeah. I will say all the, uh, cosmetic items, um, and items announced for the, the pack two that, that people have, can vote for and everything. I think those are all great ideas. I would love to see the banners. In what banner. sense, like a banner on your UI or a banner as yeah, in a flag you you plant in game yeah. for battle? That'd be cool. So here we are now. Yeah, I think these are all great ideas. I would love to see all of these in game at some point. Like, yeah, it looks like that bells. Did Bishop vote? He didn't. He didn't even I vote for his own. Pretty sure the bell is gonna win. <laughs> it looks, it looks like uh, the bell's gonna win. We could see. It could change. Your swing vote here. Someone vote for the uh, the slime pet. I love the banners for the crypts. Flags pet. you can plant in game. Banners for the UI, but mostly flags. Do you have a flag, Eddie yeah. Izzard? I love it. But yeah, no, that's a really cool idea. Especially if you could get get your own theme. So like, there's games like Dauntless where you have a flag and you can plant a banner, but it gives you loads of little icons and loads of little mm -hmm. like um, stripes in various patterns and formations. So you can pretty much design your own kind of logo and put that up. That would be really cool. So imagine you have your own logo. Let's say it's the Deadhouse insignia, but you have your own color and stripes on it. And then you could have that flag on your crypt, and then you could have it as something you plant. Maybe it gives buffs or something. It's like, oh, you know, drop this banner and everyone else, like your whole team, if you have the banner down, everyone within X radius gets, you know, an extra 5% XP or something. Something small like that. It'd be really cool. Yeah, guild flags. You could put the pride flags. Yeah, you could fly anything. Again, the only difference is need to be moderated to a certain small extent to make sure there's nothing... Anything yeah, that no, could be considered hate speech or anything like that would be yeah. included, but that would be easy to moderate in that regard. Yeah, yeah. You just make sure there's no possible operation for that to happen, especially if it's pre-made stuff that you're just putting together. You haven't voted yet either, Calypso. Ah, oh, you've been outed. I have not yet voted yet. I have not. Voted you've been outed. You see, why Virginia can see on the other end. I don't know who I would vote for though, because all of these are such great ideas. Like. I want to vote for all of them, except for the bell, because the bell has enough votes. Um, I want to vote for all of them, but I'm thinking, I'm thinking the slime character because I've slime monster, a, th a thing that goes and collects items for you, so you don't have to run over the money or something. Or, or I mean, I could even see that changed with like a magical power where you're like magnet items and it just all floats to you or something. That music box is kick ass. I love that, like Guitar Hero, Deadhouse Guitar Hero style. They have that in Warframe where you can play certain notes of little thing called the Shaws. So there's pre-done ones, but you can also record your own 
or just play the notes or record your own so you can press the emote and then it'll like ding 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 ding. you know Um, you know the first thing if that's ever in the game the first thing i'm pre-recording into it is a moonlight sonata Oh yeah. And Octavia, yeah, Octavia Mordhau, I think Mordhau um had a had a thing where you can play a lute and someone um modded in a bot to play the doom doom music on the lute and it's amazing. It's amazing. All you do is like ding 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 ding. It's whatever. It's the coolest thing ever. See music bot could be rad. That'd be so cool. Um it's all like, oh man, and that, especially if, like, see, it'd be cool now. Okay, so you get the slime buddy or the bell or whatever, and then you can get cosmetic skins for those items as well. So rather than it being a music box, it looks like an A track player from the 1980s. You see, now you've got me thinking if we get in game pets, which undoubtedly we will, some types of companions. Now I want skins for the companions. Yeah, Pet Rock. Pet Rock. Pet Rock. With googly eyes. Gosh, googly what eyes. were those? those do you remember back in the 90s, they had those... Uh, they Chia Pets. Was it Chia Pets? The ones Things. that grew the moss out of them? Yes. Was it them. Chia Pets, right? Yeah, those, yeah. man. I need a Chia Pet. <laughs> cat Dog Adopter Badges. Yes. I believe, yep. for those with the Cat Dog Adopter Badges, Adopter Badges, you will get your pet in-game. Oh, yeah. No, it's been confirmed for a while, but I mean, in regards to what you'll be able to buy in the item store, how expansive we will be going later down the line on the companions. You get me? Yeah. Like, we know there's a cat and dog. That's, that's founder pack bonus stuff. For, yeah. We're not founder pack specifically, but anyone that got in on that at the time. But I mean, surely there will be other pets. There will be mm-hmm. pet cosmetic items that you'll be cosmetic. able to buy for companion characters, and then you'll need skins for them because mm-hmm. why not? I mean, pets are. Uh, when I first played World of Warcraft uh, during the Lich King thing, um, the one thing I showed money on was getting a baby undead ice dragon as your pet, and it would follow you around. Yeah, I was one of those suckers that made sure I got all the pets on everything from the collector's editions to even having the little BlizzCon Murlocs that ran around with the little flag. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. I'm one of those guys. I'm that sucker. Even bought the ones in the store, so I'm part of the problem. Yeah, you can't not not do it. Like, there's like, why else would you have that stuff in game if if, you know you weren't going to do it in the first place? Plus, everyone loves pets. I mean, even people who don't have pets in real life or whatever are bound to buy an undead vampiric floating goldfish. And the one primary thing that needs to be in Dead House, you need to be able to pet the dog. Oh, oh yeah, pet the dog and pet the cat and, you know, yeah. pet, the, pet the dragon, you know, <laughs> pet the goat. <laughs> I've been playing Mundon recently, and you can pet goats in Mundon. Fantastic little horror game, and you get to pet goats. Like, why would That you is awesome. That? You know, it's great. It's great. I just need. And I, th- I think on Maybe. that we'll call it on that. Yeah. We'll call it on pet the dog. Pet the dog. Pet the dog. So on that, don't forget for anyone else listening or watching, you can go also follow Calypso on Twitter on the Necro Libriatus. I'm fairly certain he's also on Instagram under similar. Yep. Same thing. Instagram and Twitter, uh, Necro Libriatus. Yes. Uh, uh, you can follow Faceless Mike on Twitter at the Faceless Mike. You can follow him on Twitch if you haven't been watching this on his Twitch at yep. twitch.tv slash Faceless Mike. 
Um, yeah. Don't Dead forget House to Street. follow Deadhouse as well at Deadhouse Game on Twitter. Uh, just open Instagram and do hashtag Deadhouse Sonata. It'll come up. It's pretty much on all social media channels and all like that. And when in doubt, DeadhouseSonata.com because yeah. you need to get that founders pack. Yeah. Trust me. I keep shilling this and everyone's going. Everyone's going like, oh, Mike, keep shilling it. it. You're going to regret it when it's gone. Mm-hmm. I promise maybe you. And the forums. Yep. That's maybe not today. Don't forget. Go on. Maybe not today. Maybe not tomorrow. Maybe not even a year from now. But someday you will be regretting that you didn't get any of these founders packs. Even a Risen pack. Or oh, everyone's going to be jealous of my little head of the Baron. Everyone's oh, yeah, going to want that Baron head. People are going to be wanting the Havoc and Malik axes. Oh, yes. Come on. That's that's going to be my primary mode of killing for quite a while. Oh, yeah, and as Wyvern Tamer said, if you go over to deadhousesnight.com, don't forget to join the forums and sign on to the Discord where you can yeah. endlessly bother us and we can come up with many, many more questions like, do the dead stink? Yes. And have long, meaningful discussions about that yeah. and about, uh, will you be able to pet the skeleton dog? Yes. <laughs> okay. And uh, that is that is us for today, guys. Thank you for listening on Spotify and RSS, um, for watching on YouTube, Twitch, wherever else this is. Um, I am Calypso, as well as Faceless Mike. This has been Deadhouse Whispers. And see you guys in the next one. See ya. See ya.